Yo, where you at, G? I'm on G. Bolova. Uwe to G. Yo, G. Ugoopi. Hey, G. Owe he. I'm in the studio. Welcome to Amp Stories Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone, to Amp Stories Podcast. It's your girl, G, a.k.a. DJ First Lady. And today I got a special guest, y'all. I'm so excited about these guys. So I'm going to actually give them the floor so they can introduce themselves. So go ahead. The floor is yours. What's up? My name is Rich. I'm Chris. And we're Dos Flacos from the Bronx, New York. BX. BX all day. You know. In our background, you know, we're Caribbean, Dominican, and but we represent the world in the Afro diaspora through our music. Yes, yes. That is amazing. I don't even know if you guys know that I'm also from the Bronx. Yeah. So that is like love right there. Shout out to the BX. Shout out to the BX. BX always. BX always. You already yep. know. So cool. So let me tell y'all a story about how I met these guys. So I went to, I currently live in Texas. And so I went back to New York to see my parents and friends, friends and family. And they were like, oh, let's go to Uncle Waffles. And I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. We out to see Uncle Waffles. And so when I was there, I seen these guys like cooking it up. Like me and my friends were standing literally in the corner in a maze. Like, hold on. Why are they chopping this session up right now? The vibe, the song selection, the interaction with the crowd. And then I actually took a video of us and then I sent it to you guys in your DMs. Yo, we having a time of our lives. And that's when I was just like, yeah, I definitely need to interview you guys for this podcast because you mesh so well. Looking at you guys perform together was amazing. I've never seen a duo do it so seamlessly. So big shout outs to y'all. I don't know how you created that craft over all these years. We need to know what's the journey. Tell us about your story. First off, thank you. Um, Thank you so much. You're very welcome. We had a blast that day. It was just like, it started off rainy and then, I don't know, the, the vibe, mm-hmm. it was, we were feeling it, y'all was feeling it. And it's just, that, that's the things that go hand in hand. Like when y'all, when we feel it and y'all feel it, it's just a beautiful like recipe for success. You feel me? Rich and I have been doing it uh, as DJs together for, for eight years, six years on the production side. It's just one of those things where like those fables that you read, those like, you know, those those stories, it's like one of those things where destiny just like happened to align. Mm-hmm. It, it was just perfect because like we just feed off each other's energy and we, we're just such on the same page when it comes to just all music, which is very rare to find, especially like in the Bronx, you know. So it's just we just feed off each other's energy and it's just like. You know what I'm saying? He plays something that I'm excited about. I got to go and I got to top that up as well. So he's excited. So we're on a constant, like, riser of energy. You feel me? Yeah. At the end of the day, we're, we, we were, like, we're just fans of each other. Like, I'm a fan of him. And he's a fan of me. So, like, we just continue to live off of that high and that energy and just progress together. We kind of met, essentially, the way we met and the way it started was, like, we were, we just felt like, us two, we were just the only ones. We were the only ones in the Bronx basically doing like electronic music and just these different types of music coming out, whether it was Afro House or Big Room or like Trap or whatever at you the time, yeah. at the time. Yeah. So I found it weird that somebody else in the Bronx was into that because a, a lot of times people were just into hip hop or like reggaeton or just dance hall. So this alternative scene, which I, which that I thought at the time was very white, even though it's not, you know, electronic music is actually very black. At the time, I thought it was a very white thing, and I saw another black guy doing it, and I was like, yo, like at the time, it was like amazing to me, so I needed. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how we clicked, you know? Yeah, it's like the Spider-Man meme, like he pointing, I'm pointing. It's like, oh, you're doing it, I'm doing it too. <laughs> yeah, it was very, 
so destiny honestly yeah it really was like the story is long but that's another that's another story for another time but it's just like it was beautiful how how it happened and it it happened so organically and it continues to happen like organically and that's just the magic behind it to learn a little bit more about you guys on a personal level are you guys into any side hustles what do you do other than making wonderful music. I mean, it's New York, so we all got side hustles here. Yes. Multiple, multiple. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I work with phones on the regular. I, I flip comics on the regular as well. So, like, you know, I'm a nerd, always and forever. Yeah, just music is the main. That's the main always. Uh, for me, I my side hustle is I work in tech, technical support, and I flip crypto. Well, crypto's not doing so well right now, I guess. <laughs> But, yeah, uh, maybe not say that one, but now nah, let me stop. <laughs> but yeah, you know, but yeah, aside from that, what makes me get up every morning and what I push for and my passion fully and what like, you know, helps me with my depression, you know, is music. And I get up every day for that. And that's what pushes me. I, I wouldn't know what I would do without music. That is lovely. Cause I kind of, I feel you on that. Like, what would I do without music? There's moments where I'm just sitting here like overwhelmed and I'm like, no, I know a song. Boom. Yeah. Put the song on and my energy is totally different. Exactly. You know, I don't even think people usually tell me like, oh, you know, you're always so happy. And I'm like, only if you knew what music was doing to me. And, and that's one of the reasons why I'm like this. And so I definitely feel that. I definitely, definitely feel that. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, music is a savior in so many so many ways and so many levels. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and to push on to that, um, I guess, um, yeah, for the people out there, I always like to throw this in, actually. Um, don't be afraid of therapy. Don't be afraid to find help. Very important to take care of your mental health. Um, yes, of course, um, music and all these other things and your friends, like it's it's helpful, but we need somebody to talk to it non-biased sometimes. So mm-hmm. like, definitely get, go out there, look for some help, use music and yoga as a additional so yeah you got something to say too i mean i go to therapy too listen i go to therapy it's important uh for those anybody also who's always like hard work hard work you need that break you need to just grinds down and you really does you know you start seeing especially being from the bronx you see things coming up and all the traumatic stuff that happens and it really takes a toll on you yeah and you know like one day you just break down like I feel like as black men, you know, we're still in this, we're in this shift where we're finally, it's okay to cry and it's okay to talk to somebody, but we need to move faster because it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, everybody needs help. Everybody, nobody's here alone at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, and then, Absolutely. yeah, like this life can be overwhelming, you know what I'm saying? Just because we're DJing don't mean that we don't have struggles and don't mean mm-hmm. that it's not difficult at all. It is very difficult. And um, yeah, like that energy that we put out we have to also and what the energy that we contain inside the frustration and everything else and the struggles we have to like release that somewhere else as well to keep us balanced as best as possible and this goes with anything and everything you do in life facts i agree 135,000 percent and so if you're out there and you're struggling as they said seek help ain't nothing wrong with that and to all the guys out there too that don't want to cry it's okay like it's natural like what y'all harboring inside feelings for I Let's stay know. crying. You feel, you feel, you feel <laughs> way better after a cry. I'm always crying. I'm crying in every movie. I'm crying. I'm crying. I'm crying, I'm crying and I'm wilding out on the dance floor. That's balance. I just created balance. it. Balance. Listening to it, I was like, damn, this makes me want to cry. Like, I'm looking look at how far I've come, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I'm proud of myself, you know? But yeah, be vulnerable. Be real. Like, there's not, listen, at the end of the day, we are who we are. And that's it. Like, we're all, we all have things. We all have problems. Just like, talk it out, cry it out. That's it. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be transparent. Feel me? Mm-hmm. You can still be cool. We're cool. We're we're beautiful human beings. And you're probably even more cool now that you know how to express yourself. Yes. Exactly. 
Well, yeah. Thank you. Now I think this this is it. I think it's a wrap now. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Boom. Before I hang up, before I end this joint, you got something else to say that is going to be passionate again. Just like making sure, <laughs> ain't not, no, ain't no flavor that you about no. to. <laughs> nah, nah, that, that's the, that's that's the flavor. That's right? the flavor. That's the flavor. Is gone. I gotta I gotta get more from this plate right here. Oh, that looked good. That looked Nick. good. It was sitting there the whole time. He was probably staring at it like, dang, I can't wait. He to was trying to eat like a little bit, like. like... <laughs> yeah, shout out to the Dominican spots. You know. Right, I miss those. I miss those. Is there like a practice session that you guys have every day, or you just know he's gonna kill it, and then it's just like, okay, let me follow what Rich is doing. Oh, let me follow what Chris is doing. What exactly? How does it work? So yeah, in the beginning, like in the start of it, like 2000. And- 14, 15, mostly 2015. Yeah, I was very adamant on like, we need to practice. I need to see if I can vibe with you. He needs to see if he can vibe with me. And that was kind of our practice section. Like, other than that, no, we don't really have practice sessions because at this point, we're just so much on the same wavelength and we mm. just understand how each other DJs. And yeah, like, it's, we really just understand each other and, and the music we both love and how to you know compliment each other so correct we're just like synchronized and again like some things like yeah you can practice certain things but this is like i keep saying like it's destiny it's just one of those things that just naturally happens organically and it's just like i can feel where he's going with it he can feel what i'm going with it so if like whatever happens is always on the spot spontaneous which keeps mm-hmm. us excited and keeps the crowd excited so that again keeps adding layers it makes us better djs as we keep going because we're feeding off the energy you feel me yeah wow Okay. Like I know another duo, they have like these sessions where they're there for hours and hours and hours just because it's like we're vibing with the music and then they don't even realize the time is going. Is that how it is for you guys too? Like sometimes you just come together and like, oh, let's, let's cook something up. And then you're just there for hours and it's just like, whoa. Oh, like, when, the time. like when it comes to production. Yeah. Like when we're mm-hmm. producing music, we'll definitely get lost in it. And then like, it, I came at 6 p.m. and then now it's like 3 a.m. So, you know, that happens with production for sure. With DJing, it used to happen. Like, I used to spend, like, a whole day here. Like, I used to sleep on the couch and, like, wake up. <laughs> do it again and just start DJing. But that doesn't really happen anymore. I feel like DJing, we have pretty locked in already. Like, we'll get to the place and, like, we'll talk about this is the first song and then that's it. After the Literally, first, that's it. Just this is the first song. After the first song, it's full on figure it out. Let's go with the vibe. What's the crowd feeling? What can we present to the crowd that they don't know of yet? You know, how can we make it relatable? Because a lot of it is um, you could DJ for the crowd, but a DJ is essentially a teacher. You're supposed to teach them something new. So right. like, how can we put this together and how can we um, present this to the crowd in a platter that they will enjoy? Yeah. How can we teach? How can we provide an experience? It's mm-hmm. always about the experience. Always about the experience. Yeah. yeah but like we communicate, um, like again, most of the set is, is just us DJing, figuring it out. But then we communicate here and they're like, okay, like, yo, like, Maybe let's slow it down a bit or like, yo, when when we're going to take it up there, we already know. We didn't got to talk about it. We just do it. It's yeah, just, the it's, vibe is it's felt. There. It's felt. Yeah, yeah, it's felt. But well, we have to like reset. We definitely talk and we look at the crowd and say, all right, we need to reset. We need to see. <laughs> you know, like it's always figuring out. And don't get me wrong. There's always sets that like are like we'll consider like quote unquote bad or it wasn't the best set. But that happens, you know, and that just makes it better. makes us better because we learn from that, you know. I was going to ask, what do you do with the feedback? So how do you help yourselves so once you realize okay yeah I'm, we're gonna judge today's set how how did it go what do you do with the feedback how do you guys create that accountability with one another to just do better well i think personally something that we've discovered especially djing 
in different places in New York and primarily out of New York as well, that not everybody reacts the same way. You know, like in the Bronx, it's very like, oh, like it's very like zero or a hundred, mm-hmm. you know? And if if you're killing it, it's, it's going to constantly be a hundred. Where there's places where they're more laxed or they're not really dancing, but they're having the time of their lives. Mm-hmm. I remember one time we DJed in Chicago for the first time and we're like, yo, like what's going on? We're doing that? <laughs> but at the night, they, they, they loved it. They, they, they thought it was like, Phenomenal. People came out to us like that was amazing, and I'm like, it didn't look like it, but okay. It is. <laughs> so like, yeah. I mean, but then, then again, you start to understand what um certain crowds navigate to more, and like how they react more to certain things, you know. Yeah. So it's more of those like learning experiences. But when we feel like a set is not as quote unquote great, then we see okay, like this this was what we were giving, and maybe yeah. we can work on this a little bit better. And then this crowd is like that, so next time we we kind of know that they're not reacting to the crazy oh's or ah it's yeah. more of a vibe or whatever it is yeah piggybacking off like chicago like the first time we played we killed it for sure but like now we go to chicago kind of frequently so like we'll play now and we know like okay we can put together like if we played a jersey club song in chicago and they kind of felt it but they and they, it felt familiar but like the next time we come back like let's play a juke song that's very chicago very Chicago and let's bring it back to Jersey club. And it's like meshing those two meshing sounds. Eventually that leads them to be hype. Cause it's like, everything makes sense now. Correct. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's just learning how to, how do we build a better bridge Correct. Uh, between cultures, you know, so that they can react to the things we love too. Cause you have to give to receive always. That's how DJing works really. So, mm-hmm. so would you say that playing in specific, so what better yet, which places do you prefer to play at? Oh. Name like your top two cities. I mean, oh, Chicago for sure. Chicago, like, really? Chicago. We love Chicago. Chicago, Chicago New York. Chicago, New York. Yeah. yeah. Where well, are you guys I mean, playing in Chicago? Like what? What spots? Uh, we played a. We, we played a. Uh, I don't remember the spot, but we played in the South Side, like some house, some house events. We played uh, like at the Virgin Rooftop, like global dance music, mm-hmm. a little bit of Afrobeat, a little bit of uh, juke. A little bit of everything, uh, and then like just like standard clubs, you can say. Mm-hmm. But Chicago, the energy is because Chicago is like New York also, but like in its own like amazing way. So no, we gotta explain that a little bit. We like Chicago that. is like it's like New York, but like like They're polished. Little, yeah. The oh, like, hold on. New York not polished enough. Like in a sense, like yo, like how you say, like even like taking the train, like it feels different. Like it's still, it's, mm-hmm. it still feels like New York, but it's this way. It's, it has like a calm to it. Like a little, like, you know what I'm saying? Like a, like a nice concert, but still it has the chaos with it. So it's like a thin balance where, like, New York is all chaos, and I love it. Like, I, I thrive for it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? New York's always noisy. Like, you know, like, it's like New York is the, it's really the city that doesn't sleep. Like, you can kind of compare Chicago to that, but in, like, in the other hand, Chicago does sleep at night. Like, you know, they, they know when to, when they to shut down. When to shut down. So, but like, in a sense of like, yeah, like Chicago, I feel like they're also, much more they appreciate dance music a little bit more yes. like house music house techno afro house all that is a is a big culture there still and um you can see it within the black community because you know house is originally a black sound yeah and they still represent it to the fullest you know yeah so that that's what we love a lot about chicago so we go we go out there and we can play all the house we want and they people get down to it and it feels like it's a full-on house party. It's amazing. It, it still feels a lot like the Bronx because it, it has like that big like uh, Latin and like you know what I'm saying like the integration be- between the the like Puerto Ricans you can say and then the African Americans there like it's still very much felt. 
So like when we go there, it still feels like the Bronx. The energy is still like on a thousand, and they have like this just slight difference to them, which makes us appreciate it. Like he said, like they appreciate dance music just a whole lot more. Yeah. So Chicago is definitely top, and then New York will always be New York. So that's always gonna be our, our favorite. Yeah. I'll say honorable mention Texas just because they get crazy too. So. Yeah, Texas gets crazy. <laughs> no, you got you gotta be specific in Texas. If you just say Texas, people are like, oh, what you we've mean? Been to... Dallas. So we've been to Houston. Houston gets crazy. Houston gets down, yeah. The, yeah. the people that we party with in Houston, they get crazy. Like, and it's amazing because like they dance hall heavy. They love it. Afrobeat, hip hop, heavy, heavy, like everything, everything and anything. They get down to it. We appreciate the energy. Yeah. We also- McAllen. McAllen. Yeah. Like people don't talk about McAllen enough. McAllen. Talk about McAllen. <laughs> it's it's crazy. They like there's a there's a and it might be just one event, but there's an event out there, Tropicasa, like one of the most impressive events we've played. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, we did a three hour set. We played everything. We played breakbeat. We played house. We played Jersey like, Club, Jersey Club, Juke, I'm a everything, piano. everything, and they were just eating and eating and eating it up. Like they loved it. We were like, yo. They're just music lovers, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. We love playing to music lovers, you know? Yeah. I, I definitely agree with that, and I can vibe with that as well. So you're saying music lovers. So is music a passion that kind of grew on you guys, or it was like from childhood, that was something you always didn't, were into? I always loved music from when I was a child. I just didn't know I wanted to make music <laughs> until I was 19 years old. Mm, okay. And I still didn't make music at that age. I started making music really at 21. Maybe. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, music was, I mean, especially being in New York, you have all these different sounds and everything. So, like, hip hop was always my first and deepest love, I always say. Same. You know, as a kid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, growing up in that era, just like Rough Riders, the whole like Rock La Familia, everybody, just like, just all those like, that era of just like cruise, it was just amazing. And Genius. I used to, yeah, everybody. So I always thought, thought of myself, like even my favorite show was 106 in Park when Adrian Free was on. Mm-hmm. I said, like, oh, like I aspire to be that, like, because I love music so much. I love hip hop so much. And then obviously like growing up, I got introduced to like way, you know, say much more like sounds like reggaeton, obviously dance music in general and just everything else that came above with that is just... I just became a, a music nerd. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's my biggest passion. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we both were always music nerds and we love music and we would always, we were the kids getting into arguments about music, probably. You know? <laughs> but we didn't know we wanted to make music until, you know, 19 years old. And it's the day I met him, like, officially, because I already knew about him a little bit, the day I met him officially was the day that I was like, I need to make music. I need to make music. And mm-hmm. that was and from then on, it that's been my number one, you know? So, yeah. So how did you get started making music? You said you started making music when you were 21. So at 19, you kind of had the thought about it, but then in 21, it was the action. So what exactly were you doing when you were 21? Yeah, so so from 19 to 21, we were already like dos flacos, but... Well, we, he was 21. I was, I'm was i I'm a little bit older than him. Yeah. He's 27 right now. I'm, I'm 31. So okay, cool. Yeah, so we have like that age gap. I was like, tw- I started DJing technically like 23, so I was probably like 25 once once the music started rolling out, 25, maybe 26. Yeah, so like from 19 to 21, we were already those flackos. He was, you know, he was, what, 23 or 25? Uh-huh. We were already those flackos, but we were just DJing. The moment, I always, from those those three years, those two years, I always knew that I needed to start producing if I wanted really to push those flackos and what those flackos was and actually garner fans from different places so i always thought about it but like it just seems so far it, it seems so foreign at the moment mm-hmm. because it really is foreign like you're looking at like a daw is what they call it a doll 
and you're like how do i make sound <laughs> you know so like yeah. but yeah i think when i was 21 i kind of just told myself like i need to get this moving um and i made just the effort to like sit down with him and we just back and forth we're just like okay how do you do this how do you do this and i got i got to a point where like we made our first edit and our first ever edit mashup was like got support from the person we did the edit for so it was a remix mm-hmm. of wewek not a remix but an edit mashup of wewek who's a like a tribal house dj and we sent them it like and hey look at us and he played it he played it out and i was like and that's like one of the biggest signs of support yeah because i mean at the time even like it was difficult to see people like us that came from the places that we came from and these like festivals and all that again at that time he was like the most popular like new up-and-coming dj and that whole like electronic scene so he played it at like one of the biggest festivals in miami and then he came to webster hall we saw him in webster hall and he randomly played it we lost our like we lost our minds i lost like i fell on the floor yeah so like yeah people were hitting me up like yo bro they played your edit like in miami like i'm like oh so this 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 can be achievable you know that edit opened a lot of doors is even like it was played at brunch bounce that was like one of Brunch Bounce is they're one of our biggest supporters still to this day, and they've opened so many doors for us. Yeah, Brunch Bounce, for those who don't know, it's a collective that, that started out um in New York, and they were basically doing those like daytime parties back in like 2012, 2013, and they were playing like electronic music, electronic music like like electronic trap and like house music and then hip hop. So they were playing both of those things like heavy, and it was it was a it was a whole force to be reckoned with. Yeah, breaking down walls for sure because nobody was doing it was unheard of, you know, like at the time, you know. So and then they they started playing our music and then we started chopping it up with them and then they obviously like helped us up and you know saying in our journey as well. So big ups to Brunch Bounce, big ups, big ups to Irv and Jose and Mix Up. Yeah, we're still we're still cool with all of them. Yeah. And so once you have made you made that first that first edit, what happened after there? Like after that moment, it, was like it just bump. took off. Yeah, like, <laughs> Rocket ship. Bullet train, like focus. Like it was we, a full bug. Yeah, it was a bug. We just started. We just started sitting down. Like we need to keep going. We need to keep going. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we released another remix and just and that. Then we released our first. Um, was it Picaderas one that came out first? Picaderas one. Yeah. So we started like incorporating like electronic with like Caribbean sounds and like, like everything bubbling just, like, and bubbling yeah. and trap and reggaeton, mumbaton stuff. Yeah. And, like we were like. You know club music you know so like we did that and people like you know the eyeballs like oh who are these guys and yeah like, where they coming from they fun. and we were always repping the bronx so i think like our thing was like yo like because brooklyn always had a scene and like yo when i tell you we were out every weekend everywhere because we wanted to make sure like we were seen and heard yeah like we were at every party like trying to just connect with people and granted it pays off like yo you put in the work like you're gonna see like the fruits of your, yeah. of your labor but like yeah like Mm-hmm. we mixed everything and i mean we were literally trying to rep the bronx the hardest we can we like yo if people are playing our, our our music in like australia i want people in australia to know that we coming from the bronx that's from the bronx mm-hmm. yeah like mm-hmm. that place that you hear of that's like the worst the, one of the worst hoods in the world like that, that's where we're coming from and we're coming from with like from there with this heat and that yeah like it, it became like at some point it just became where like we were introducing ourselves and at some point we like we started going up to people and they were like, like those flacos, those stuff. Those, like, like, and it was like, okay, okay, like this is working, this is working, you know? Like it, it was really cool, you know? Yeah, because I mean, also like the thing with us, is like some people, they just focus on one thing and they they, they run with it. As, as opposed to us, like we had to run with a lot of things. We had to show our worth DJ-wise, 
to people who weren't familiar with like these sounds and people who were. So that meant our people from our community and then people from the electronic community and so on. Then we had to show our worth production wise. And then we had to show our worth also like, cause then we were doing events. We, were, we didn't have enough places at first where we can play our music the way we wanted to and incorporate all these sounds. So then we were constantly trying to uh, do events in the Bronx so we can play our music and play the music that we like specifically, you know what I'm saying? Instead of our friends going to Webster Hall on Friday and Saturday, they were coming to like our event. In the so, Bronx. Yeah, so we were making sure like to put emphasis on all this stuff. So we were like running with everything and like, you know what I'm saying? Just building, building a community, building building something that we were going to be proud of to make history, you know? Yeah, we had a couple of events, but now like our main event is on Fuego and that's like our pride and joy essentially. Yeah, yeah. I've been seeing that. I've been seeing that on your page all over it. But you said something that I want to touch on a bit. You said show your worth, right? Can you explain that to the people that are listening, what exactly that means to you? So the question, I mean, one thing that I kind of always felt like a little, not embarrassed, but like when I would go out like raving and stuff, oh, where are you from? I'd be like the Bronx. And people always have like this look, you know. And I'm like, damn, like, yo, we, we created like so much here in the Bronx. I'm so proud to be from New York. But I'm mainly proud to be from the Bronx. Like I want to show like people like the beauty of the people who come here and the people who, you know what I'm saying, that they don't have the, this, this judgment that they think it's just this or that. It's way more than that. So like, I have so much love for my for my city, for my, for my people and for music. I wanna show you this and I wanna show how we can literally bridge the gap. Our thing is always about bridging the gap, however it is, whether it be this way or that way, but I wanna show you what I can provide, so I can provide the world yeah. more or less. And like- you know, it's beautifully said, actually. Yeah, that's really, really what it, I think that's really what it is. That's just, that's what showing your worth culminates down to just um, being able to show that, like, you know, I'm not exactly who you think I am. Like, yeah, I'm from the Bronx. And at the end of the day, I'm a gritty guy. Like, I'm from the Bronx. I rep it. You know, I love hip hop. I love this and that. But I'm not just one person, you know, I'm not just this one person you think of. I'm many things and there's a lot of people like us in the Bronx you know whether or like whether or not people know it so like we represent them and we represent the underdogs too you know because the Bronx has always been that so correct mm-hmm. and you're also showing that New York is really a melting pot like correct. it's really full of diverse cultures and mm-hmm. different people coming from different places and it's all being influenced in one place called the Bronx and you're showcasing that and I think mm-hmm. that's really important so we're going to take a break here and we're going to get into the mix and then keep the conversation going.
dominicanos están bailando, colombianos están bailando, dominicanos están bailando, colombianos están bailando, dominicanos están bailando, colombianos están bailando, dominicanos están bailando, todo el mundo está bailando, 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 bailando. Bailando, 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 bailando. Dominicanos están bailando, colombianos están bailando, mexicanos están bailando, los boricos están bailando, 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 colombianos están bailando.
the room, uh. We finna shake it, shake it. We finna shake the room, uh. We finna shake it, shake it. We finna shake the room. Go and shake it, shake it. Yeah. Uh. Here we go. I'ma bring the bass in the room. Finna fill the streets, call a bitch ocean. Tryna turn it up, baby, get in tune. Those pockets on the deck, finna shake the whole room. I'ma bring the bass in the room. Finna fill the streets, call a bitch ocean. Tryna turn it up, baby, get in tune. Those pockets on the deck, finna uh uh. Let's shake the black, let's make it drop. Let's get get it going. Take the black, let's make it drop. Let's get get it going. Take the black, let's make it drop. Let's take the black, let's make it drop. Let's take the black, let's make it drop. Let's take the black.
like that. Killers in the jungle. 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 Si el bobo ese aparece, lo ponemos a dormir. Ellos viven criticando. 
hope y'all love that mix because I know I did. And so we were talking about diversity and culture, right? And yeah. so tell us a little bit more about how that has influenced your take on music and how did that get started? Yes, you guys were music nerds and things like that, but how did you say, hmm, let me get into Afrobeats. Let me get into Afro House. Let me get into this, that. How did that happen? I think that all starts first and foremost with just like I'm going to say New York, but honestly for us, Bronx house party scenes. Mm-hmm. It's just like, that's where it was at. That's the precursor. And that's the that's literally the the blueprint. The blueprint, to, yeah. The blueprint to our DJing, the blueprint to everything. It's a Bronx house house party, yeah. Yeah, because at the, at, the, at the house party, you heard everything. You heard the craziest dance hall. You heard Baltimore Club. You heard, obviously, like, merengue, reggaeton, hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? Get light music at the time. Like, Yeah, I was a big light. light fe- Yo, man, I used to get, like, crazy back in the day. Like, G light. I was oh, killing it. I was yeah. killing it. <laughs> I, was, I was R smooth. R smooth. Yeah, what, was your, what was your favorite move? What was your favorite move? I used to do, like, the needle thread into the split back up, you know? I into to- the split. Yeah. My guy. Yeah, oh, I just had great shoulders. That was that was me. Oh, and, and the and the leg work hands down. The leg work. My thing was the hats. I used to always like the hat tricks. Off my chest to the other side, like ah. Like, so, like, <laughs> the hat trick guy. Yeah, the hat yeah. trick guy. That was like my thing. Yeah. But like yeah, yeah, like movements, Bronx movements. Like just you see, like look how happy we just got just talking about mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that some at some point, certain times, and as we grow, like we kind of forget that essence, or like we go out and we kind of forget that. So we want to always like shed light on that and make people feel that and experience that because like when I was going to house parties, I learned 
about so many dope songs and so many like different styles of music, you know, like, I mean, even like the underground dance hall, where else was I going to like know about this? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, house parties. I feel like, especially nowadays, people are getting into these genre parties where it's like reggaeton only or I'm a piano only or Afrobeats only or bachata only or this and that. And I'm just like, that doesn't like that doesn't fully represent the beauty of what uh, like New York is. New York is, like you said, a melting pot. It's a culmination of all these people getting together and appreciating each other's culture. So I feel like we, we we're into all like all types of music and genres just because like we're at the end of the day, we are New York kids and we come from that Bronx house party mentality. Whereas like, I don't just love reggaeton. I love dancehall. I love soca. I love Afrobeats. I love merengue. I love bachata. I love everything. I love all this. Why isn't there a place where we can just mix all these sounds together and make it cohesive? And Correct. I feel like that's where our strengths lie because we could literally play everything under the sun. So I think we just represent, we are the representation of how beautifully diverse New York is. Correct. And the thing is like, like that, that's all great. Like you want to listen to something specifically cool. Like, I mean, there's times where maybe I listen to house by myself for like two hours, two or three hours. But like, you know, when you're in a, at a, at an event, at a party and you're trying to get an experience, we personally, we get bored uh, when we're playing something for too long. And I know a lot of people do too. Like when you're dancing, you want to switch it up. Mm-hmm. It's like a movie, you know, there's, there's different, different scenes, different parts. Some you got an action scene, you got a low drama scene. So that's how you got to give it. And yeah, basically everything Rich just said like, at the end of the day. Like, yeah, like the most beautiful thing to see is in a party when you play like a Jamaican song that has a dance to it and the Jamaicans dance it and they pull in people that don't know how to do the dance, but they want to teach them. Correct. That's the beauty. That's of amazing. That's the beauty of New York. Or the, like. the other beauty when like when we do it is like we try to show people how a lot of genres and a lot of music and a lot of cultures, they're actually so similar. Like, mm-hmm. just because we're playing something that's this and then something else is that, you're going to be like, oh, wait, hold up. Yeah. This is that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, I'm playing Miami bass. It's technically hip hop, but I'm playing like OG Violet Funk from Brazil. And it's like literally the same, same thing. thing. Yeah. Just or it's like, like if you're playing like old school ragamuffin, like dancehall, and then you play like um, a reggaeton song from back in the day, is the same thing. It's like we're... It just, it can it comes from the same place and people just want to separate things so bad and I feel like I can't get down with that because it's we all influence each other and that's beautiful and we need to represent that so Facts. that's where we lie on that you know so what you say as DJs the crowd can make your life easier and if so how is let loose yeah let us <laughs> yeah. let us work let us let us work like you know let us um let us you know, provide a good time. Um, trust us. There's a lot of times people come up and they want to request a song and it's like, you haven't even like trusted. Let my us judgment. rock yet. You, you, know? haven't, you haven't even trusted my judgment yet. So I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of times it's like, just give the person a break. Just give the person some time to really set in. Um, or even like, you know, if it's not your scene and if, if you're not liking it, then it, you just might not like the DJs and how he does it. You saying something might not change. It's not going to change that either. Yeah, so. correct. I mean, we all have different different tastes. Obviously, a lot of times it comes with understanding. Sometimes when you don't understand a certain like movement, movement or, culture, or culture, yeah, you might not get down to it. But like, again, nobody ever just pops in a movie and fast forwards to the action scene and then puts the credits. Like, yeah, like, like 
everything's a story you yeah. gotta let it you gotta let things simmer build right, rock, right. build again you know it's, yeah. it's a roller coaster it's not just it's, it's not linear it's everything it should yeah. be like this you let know? me take you up let me take you down let me give you the like let me work you just know? let loose have have a good time we got you yeah i like that let loose have a good time we got you that should be a slogan put it on a shirt yeah put i like on a shirt so now that your life is a little bit easier because everybody's going to listen to y'all and be like all right we see y'all we're gonna let y'all rock so what do you where do you see yourselves in three years where is those flacos going to be in three years and uh, i need you to talk like it's already happened oh yeah we're going to be rocking festivals all over the world big festivals small festivals and we're going to be front lines just representing a movement in new york that is diverse and is beautiful and represents everybody and just all the diverse beauty that new york has correct i mean we one thing we we one thing me as a person that i always have to give back is what i was given so you know i'm saying i was given the 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 energy to do it like i was at a rave and and i said yo i think i want to dj some some dude i just met like two weeks ago said yo you could do it bro do it So, you know what I'm saying? Like, we want to inspire people as well. Like, three years, we want to be... Not we want to be. We're going to be doing all this. There you go. We're going to be on top of all these big festivals, playing music for all my people worldwide, all my people everywhere. And we're going to definitely represent that anything you want to do in this life, you can do it. All you got to do is believe in yourself, as corny as it sounds, work hard, have dedication and consistency. Because we've been doing this almost 10 years. But you got to love it. You got to love mm-hmm. it. You gotta, I always say it comes from the heart first. You got to put you got to put your heart into it first. Yeah. And when you do so, people see it. People yeah. see the authenticity when you love something. You saw us having a good time because we love something. And we mm-hmm. hear talking because you felt that. We feel it. And again, anything you do, you got to stand behind it 1,000%. And you would see the outcome. And you would it would not fail you. I yeah. promise you. I want to be able to be up there in those festivals and have like that black or brown kid look at me and and I want to tell them like I'm from the Bronx, I'm from a lower class family, I'm, I come from an immigrant family, like I'm doing this, you know, it's not a gift, it's hard work, like, you know, when you release a song, send it to me and if I like it, I'll play it, you know, I want to be able to just give, just give, you know, like just that love back to the people that have supported us you know and then the black and brown community of the world because they need to be represented in every way correct correct and again like we here we here for 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 all for our people at the end of the day yeah you know what i'm saying we're here for the people you guys didn't talk about your production what's going on what's going on so i need I, you to emphasize that talk about it what's going on guys come on so like our production so i mean growing up in New York, as we mentioned, we've been influenced by so many, so many different genres and uh, so much, so many different cultures. Like we went to Chicago, and next thing you know, we're here making a juke song. It's like we get, we we have so much passion for what we do. So, anytime we make music, we always try to see how we can bridge two two cultures together. You know, what I'm saying bridge that gap. So we came back, we we said, okay. Juke from Chicago, we're gonna make it electronic, we're gonna add some like reggaeton vocals to it. Land house. Land house, you know what I'm saying? Boom. We have like the Ama Piano, like we have a couple of Ama Piano joints, and we like, okay, we're gonna mix it with reggaeton too, because that's two totally movements that you don't even think. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to somebody until you actually present it to them. So I feel yeah. like we're John genre, genre benders and blenders when it comes to producing music too. Cause I always like for me, it's kind of like like okay. I want to add this Ama Piano Essence, but I want to add this reggaeton kick on it, but I want to add this soca, you know, feeling to it. So, like, we are inspired by many different things, and that's what inspires our production. 
Um, primarily right now, we're really focused on this, uh, what we would call a New York Latin House movement that's very inspired by 90s Latin House. So some familiar songs is um, uh, Robbie Robb's Boricua Anthem, or some people know it as Que Lo Que Anena. You know, that's a big one. Yeah. So like that type of sound, we've, we've actually been releasing that type of music. Tateri. Tateri, you know, yeah, like that type of sound this year and last year with our good friend and fellow producer DJ Guadi. We've been produce, producing and releasing that type of music, and it's been getting a lot of feedback. And people have been kind of telling us, like, this is something different. This can really get big. So, like, we're really focused on that and really, you know, we're really excited about it because in the end of the day, it's like what everybody says, focus on what you want to bring. Because a lot of times we found ourselves, like, trying to make things that is popular at the time. Mm-hmm. So, like, right now we're really focused on, like, yeah, let's do this because this is something we grew up with, grew up listening to. And I feel like we're doing it differently now because we're adding in a lot of elements from like let's say um, tech house, new tech house, or big room, or even like soca elements and reggaeton elements, and that's what's culminating to what you would call a new era of New York new house. house. Correct. Like anytime you hear our music, you're gonna hear like obviously where's what is come what what's the root of it. So like you hear our music in general, you're like okay, like that's some New York shit, like right there. Like what are you hearing? You hearing reggaeton? You hearing like you hearing even like dancehall edits that we have, okay, this is New York, but they're putting a twist to it. We're always going to add a twist to it, either a modern twist, either an old school twist, if it's something modern, or a combination of both, or a combination of just cultures, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's always our thing, like Rich said, genre benders. And again, if you're new school and you don't know about old school, we're going to take you there. If you're old school, you don't know new school, we're going to take you to the future. Each of That's yeah, it. Exactly. So, but that's like mostly our music. We... The drums gotta be sexy always. The drums always gotta hit. Like That's what it's always falls. Yeah. You know, like the bass gotta groove and they gotta be heavy. You know, like the sims gotta be loud and they gotta be sexy. Like everything, end of the day, our music is sexy. We make sexy music. Yeah, and it's been played Coachella, it's been played in Australia, it's been played in Miami, it's been played all nationwide, worldwide, whether it's in like even the, the queer ballroom scene, whether it's in the Latin scene, whether it's in the South African, like I'm a piano scene, like we're in we're we're in every scene as, as best as possible because again we love music so much and we love so many different cultures so we're we're everywhere and yeah. you're gonna hear a little bit of those flacos anywhere you go yeah so if we can summarize that essentially like our edits and our remixes we make whatever we want whatever we're feeling at the time because again we're we're just we're children of of New York and that comes with just a lot of different genres so but when it comes to original music we're really focused on the Latin house sound which is something that we people have been giving us a lot of like big ups on so we're really focused on that and I feel like that's the that's the movement that we're gonna pioneer and really push forward and, and it's gonna take us there correct it's a very Bronx sound too so it's just it just falls perfectly yeah. with, with who we are um just our, our essence, you know, it has attitude, it's raw, it's gritty, but it's sexy. Yeah. And so when people tell you this is going to be big, what do you expect? Like, what do you see? What is your vision for it? So my vision for the Lion House scene is that it'll be championed and moved and pioneered by, you know, black and brown people. That's my big thing, because we do see a lot of white faces playing um, you know, like Spanish spoken stuff or even pop talk spoken stuff on top of like a house beat. And then, you know, once that wave kind of dies out, they move on to the next thing. And it's like, I don't want that. I want black and brown people to really champion this. You know, I represent them. They represent me. Yeah. So, yeah, there's so many um, talented um, artists 
black and brown that they've cultivated amazing sounds and they i don't know something in the industry just they couldn't rise to the occasion mm-hmm. and just stay you know mainstream or whatever it is popular touring touring etc but like us like rich just says it's just like we're gonna champion this now we're gonna take it to the top and we bring everybody along with us like you know what i'm saying like we're gonna make sure that our presence is felt and heard and it's understood like okay when they talk about this they're gonna see our faces and see our people and understand our story from where we come from yeah it's like daddy yankee he was with reggaeton from 92 till now until he retired he was similar. He he was with reggaeton through its ups, its down, through everything, and he was always the people's champs. And that's who we want to be for Lion House. We want to stick with it all the way, and we want to represent it fully. And again, we want to. I just I can't keep saying it enough. We want our black and brown people to rise with it. Correct. You know? And so, how are you going to do that? Like, how are you going to let other you know black and brown people understand? Like, yo, I'm representing y'all. We can work together. You know, there's always that element of there's a lack of trust in talking to producers and all these different things in the music industry. So how are you guys going to cultivate that trust and respect amongst your community to let them I mean, know? I think it, it, yeah. <laughs> okay. it all comes down to creating a culture, creating bonds and creating a movement. I mean, we have a movement already, just even with our fuego, like we have people that, 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 Take your supporters with you. you know yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, we have people. It's us. There's Dada, Dada Cosmic. There's Sasso. There's DJ Guadi. You know what I'm saying? So we making music with everybody. We, we're we at the we're at the front line with everybody. And it's just like, okay, like, there's no way that you're seeing. You're not just going to see us. You're going to see a movement. So you, mm-hmm. you're going to want to join the movement because it's we're accepting everybody. We're, we're trying to bring everybody along with us. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, okay, like, yo, I right, these people are for the people. Look. This, that, that person, they're down, they're down, they're putting music with this person, they're collaborating with other people. So that's what it all falls down to when people seeing you put the work with others. Yeah, I think in the end of the day, like a lot of times, you know, like it's not it's not sustainable as an artist to like bring everybody with you, but I'm gonna bring as many people as I can with me to the top. And they're gonna see, like, it's always cool because black and brown people seeing other black and brown people in a, in a bigger position, they're always gonna be like, wow, I need to, I need to support that. Cause look where we're going, Correct. you know. So it's all about creating a movement, creating bonds. Um, direct support is big. So like, if like we're making Lion House and a and a up and coming DJ sends us something and we like it, we'll play it out and we'll shout them out. You yeah. know, like it's all about that. It's all about bigging up your people. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's there's been people who who we know in the industry. Shout out to Anna Anna Leno, like from Australia, amazing One person, of our biggest supporters. biggest supporters, huge like DJ producer in the electronic game, and she's like passed the baton and put people on mm-hmm. of color, like heavy, just like us, DJ Slink, Unique, yeah, like. You know what I'm saying? These are the things that help. Like, you know what I'm saying? We were on a bill with her and Shemansky, and then we got super recognition from that. She plays our music worldwide. We get super recognition from that. So we have to do the same thing. At the end of the day, we have to, what we were given, we have to pass on it and give it more. So it always comes back to that. The knowledge we gain, we have to pass back. What we gain, we have to pass back. The, the, the What we have, we have to provide to the people as well. You and, know what I mean? And generally, too, Lion House is just always a sound that black and brown people, like, they just gravitate towards it because... The song, that song is like, people wouldn't know, but it's Lion House. But it gets it used to get played at Bronx House parties always. And people just assumed it was kind of like reggaeton or something. And it's not. It's Lion House. So that sound just does something to us. Correct. So I feel like that full support is going to 
be there for sure. You know, because when we play out our music, people are not like black and brown people. They're not looking at it. Oh, this is not just some regular like, electronic music. This has some sauce on it. Correct. <laughs> it got that sexy I was talking about. Yeah. And when we say <laughs> when we say Latin house, that is not um. That's like that's inclusive. Yeah. That's like it's, we're not talking. It's about just, just a name. Yeah. Yeah. It's not for only Latin people. This is like you go to Chicago, you go to the Bronx, you go to Coney Island, Brooklyn. People, house music is black music at the end of the day. And then, you know what I'm saying? The people that were there, you know what I'm saying? This is Latin houses came from that at the end of the day. So it's for everybody. So there's two questions for you. So if someone's listening right now, when they listen, right? And they're like, hmm, how do I... How do I approach these guys? How do I tell them like, hey, hi, I would like to collab, you know, because some people be shy, right? So how can they do that for for their work to collaborate with you? And then the second question is, how can people support you? So to collaborate with us is just like, I feel like it all comes down to like, you have to make noise on your own first, you do. You have to make some noise on your own. You have to make your presence known in multiple ways. In terms of just approaching us, you can just come up and say, hi, what's up? You know, like even like in the DMs, like sending us stuff. Yeah, they're very friendly, guys. Very, yeah. very friendly. <laughs> like even like if like one like way to do it big is, you know, like in the D, like you, you're already making noise, you're sending us music and we're like supporting it. Eventually down the line, we're going to be like this guy. That's how Guadi did it. Yeah. We were like, this guy is really good. Like, you know, let's, let's throw him a bone. And he just kept being consistent, made songs with us and just kept showing us that. I'm here for this and I make good music. And now he's part of our crew. And now he's part of our crew. Yeah. So. We're very inclusive. You just have to show us, you know? And this, this is the same thing that we did as well coming up. It's like we were showing out and, you know what I'm saying, like constantly, constantly there and like telling people about our music until like, yo, okay, let me see what's up. Oh, dope. Let me put you guys on too. So that's just the way you have to work for it as well. Nothing, nothing in his life is given, you know what I'm saying? So, but like we're super friendly. We're super, we're always we always have our ear to the streets and we always listen to what you got to say anybody whoever it is it doesn't matter yeah yeah how can people support you guys you know follow our instagram those flacos instagram uh-huh. those flacos d-o-s-f-l-a-k-o-s is the k not the c yeah and then follow our twitter underscore d-o-s-f-l-a-k-o-s follow our tiktok, TikTok. <laughs> d-o-s-f-l-a-k-o-s but most importantly stream our music on spotify mm-hmm. and and apple music stream our edits and download our edits and play our music you can get that from soundcloud and bandcamp those flacos i need them all i need them all yeah we have everything that we, have. we have the i'm a piano we have the afro house we have the Lion house we have the jersey club everything everything yeah. everything you know come to our events our fuego reggaeton rave i'm gonna throw a fuego in there again that's my, that's my <laughs> when is the next one Talk then, about it. When's the next one? The next one, uh, we're gonna reveal the lineup very soon. We're super excited. Uh, the first one was sold out. Um, I think we could say when it is though. It's in yeah, April. Yeah, it's April. April. It's in April. April. Beginning of April. So stay okay. tuned for that. It's gonna be yeah. amazing. The last one was oh phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yes. <laughs> phenomenal. Yes. If you can make it out too, like yes, yeah. yeah. Keep me posted. I'll, of course, I'm gonna be looking. It's not even a problem. Don't yeah. worry about. It. I'm watching y'all. I'm watching y'all. So. Okay, so those are a few ways to support. Any other ways? Yeah. Any brands out there that want to send us some flat clothing, send there us we go. clothes. <laughs> we, like, we like clothes we a like lot. Clothes. We, we, like, like, we like dressing up for the occasion. So. Being, we, like, we love being being thoughts out here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice and sexy, you know, whatever. Anything. Crop top, sexy boots, sexy heels, yeah, cool heels. pants. Holla at us. Yeah. But like, it. yeah, like at the end of the day, something as simple as like, yo, what you do, 
I appreciate it. That that goes such a long way because anything and everything we do, I think that's the biggest one. That's the biggest thing because yeah. anything and everything we do, we always think about our people. Okay, yeah. like yo, we gotta like represent. It. We yeah. have to represent our people. We have to make sure that we do this for our people the right way that our people are represented. So anything we do, a mix, a show. We always think about every single person. So even something as simple as that supports us and it gives us the motivation to keep pushing and to keep growing this community that, that we have. I feel like, yeah, just like be there for us yeah, because we're here for y'all. Yeah. So. I love that. I got one question, one more question for y'all. So the question is, if you could open for any artist right now, who would it be? I, right now, and this is like, this is not even like the peak peak, but right now, right now, I would, me personally, would love to open up for GTA and then go back to back with them at a festival. Yeah. They're also a, a, an amazing duo in the electronic scene and we- One of our biggest influences. Influences, yeah. But um, I would say, um, even though we've kind of had in the past, just like a crazy show with Major Laser, that would be fire. Okay. You know, they they global music, they represent all the people worldwide and we yeah, all same be, type. So insane, yeah. it's just it's a perfect fit, I feel like. Awesome. Well, y'all heard it here. Major Laser GTA, what's up? Hello? Hello. Those flackers trying to open. That's right. Talk that's to right. talk to them. Talk to them. But yep. thank you guys so much. I truly appreciate it. All the insight was great. And I'm sure we're gonna come back with another episode one of these days when y'all making mad money. You know, you sliding me some too on the side. Make the wealth go round. Right? You know what I mean? But thank y'all so much. Y'all are doing great and you will continue to succeed. And I can't wait to see what else y'all got coming out. And to everyone listening, continue to support them. If you just met them through the podcast, definitely follow. All that information will be on the bio. So not to worry. You'll see it. But yeah, any last words from you guys? Thank you so much for this. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, thank you for supporting us. And we support you yes. a bunch of times over. You know? Yeah, thank you, G. We appreciate it. Shout out to everybody listening. Listen, just the whole um, the whole set at Uncle Waffles. We were vibing. I appreciate you. Fire. And people, people were, it's crazy because people were like, they could do that? We could do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they can. Yes, love, they can. We love South African culture. We feel like it's like South African dance music is some of the most forward-thinking music. Yeah, in the world, hands down. I'm a piano con, you know. Yeah, like really amazing. Afro house, like is South African scene needs way more love and support. Shout yeah. out to South Africa. Man. Shout outs to everybody. Shout out to South Africa. Shout outs to you. Shout out to everybody listening. Love. And I love my mom. I love you, ma. I'm doing, <laughs> doing this for you. Fantastic. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank you.